Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome to the show. We are indeed in downtown St. Louis. What a gorgeous day. I mean, really, what an absolutely picture-perfect day. Where are you today enjoying the show? Are you driving around town with those windows down? That beautiful weather is just coming into the car along with the show. Are you heading to a ball game? Are you heading to a picnic? Maybe the Ascension Charity Classic? Wherever you are, this is a good day to be in St. Louis. I'll tell you that. It's NFL Week 1. Maybe you're heading to the bar. To go see your favorite team. I think people are forgetting about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let me start there. I, I think there are a lot. Everyone's buzzing about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and the Chiefs who lost on Thursday. People love to talk about the Chiefs, but they lost. And they're not as good without some of their best pieces. And now people are starting to question who are the Detroit Lions and can they be a factor and yeah, everyone continues to buzz about all these. It's NFL week one, so it's exciting. All the great teams. I think people have forgotten about the Steelers a little bit, just being honest. And that's a team to watch for sure. There is so much to get into today. College football, Cardinal baseball. We've got golf, as I mentioned, in town. Coco Golf won the U.S. Open. Soccer all over the place. The men's national team was here last night. Cities in Los Angeles. There's a lot happening. And for those of you watching on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and everywhere else that we're available. The guy over my left shoulder right here is Andrew Price. We talk about him often. He is uh, KMOX's number one listener. Andrew is here on behalf of not only his great family and his dad, Dave, but UCP, United Cerebral Palsy. They are putting on a monster event on Tuesday at the factory. Last year was a huge success Wingding and Kevin Litt of UCP is going to be with us to tell you how you can sample some of the best wings in the area and be part of a contest that is going to determine the best. I went to this party last year. I ate a lot of wings. I mean, a lot of wings. I also drank a few beers. Uh, well, that'll be a really good time on Tuesday. And we'll tell you more about that event. Let's tell you about what's happening in sports. There is a ton going on in sports and let's start with the St. Louis Cardinals. Ollie Marmel is going to be with us in seven minutes on KMOX and he's going to be happy because his catcher did this. In the center field and backing up and looking up and it's gone. That ball carried over the center field wall. A two-out home run again for Wilson Contreras. And the Cardinals have just tied this game at three. Contreras with home run number 19. Scores he and Arenado. And the Cardinals indeed had a response to the bottom of the second. Yes, indeed. Wilson Contreras is the hottest hitting catcher in baseball right now. He blasts that one and the Cardinals are in business. They tie the ball game at three and then Newt in the fourth. Newt Bar with a chance and a 3-1 count on him and the pitch is hit into left field. 
And backing up and looking up and not making the play is Senzel. It's off the wall. Lars Newtbar with a double to left. And you hear the Newtbar cheers as he has given the Cardinals the lead. 4-3 to three here in the fourth inning. That's the indicator that Cardinals fans are everywhere when they say Newt, and Newt delivers, gives the Cardinals a 4-3 lead in the fourth, and guess what? That was the final score of the ball game. That's because the Cardinals' bullpen was absolutely terrific. Zach Thompson pitched five innings, gave up three runs. That's what you want out of Zach and these starters at this point. That's all you really can ask for is that they can give you a chance. The Cardinals are shorthanded in that area. They go in and face a team that's fighting for a playoff spot, and they beat them with a good bullpen yesterday. The Cardinals' bullpen was actually great. Lawrence, King, Gallegos, and Helsley. Not a lot of people know about Casey Lawrence, but he pitched a scoreless frame and struck out one. And then King, the lefty who the Cardinals picked up from Texas, pitched a scoreless frame, and Gallegos holds the game for Helsley, who gets his eighth save. Helsley's been hurt. Cardinals win the ball game, final score 4-3. to three. I know. I mean, the Cardinals have not been good, and none of these games are going to matter in the end in terms of standings, but they do matter to these players because we are watching closely the future of the team. Contreras is a big part of it. He's going to be a big contributor. He's under contract for quite a while, he right now has 19 home runs and 64 RBIs. You'd love to see him get that 20th home run, get some confidence under himself for next year. Nolan Gorman was two for four yesterday. Tommy Edmond, three for four. I'm going to say right now, he was at second base yesterday, by the way. Here's a play. The pitch on the way. A swing and a line drive. Diving catch. Tommy Edmond takes a hit away from Martini. Wherever he plays, he's great. But I'm going to make a prediction that your starting center fielder next year will be Tommy Edmund. I think that Gorman is your second baseman. I think Donovan obviously can play second base, but he's a hybrid. He can play pretty much anything for you, a Swiss Army knife type player. I need to see Gorman all the time. And I'm putting Edmund in center. Unless somebody proves me wrong, do the Cardinals have a better center fielder than Tommy Edmund? I don't think they do. So this is a development right now. It's 2024 mode is what we should all be in right now watching this club. John Mosaloc is going to be with us next hour. Ollie Marmel in just a few minutes. He admitted to me last week on the show. I mean, he is. He's evaluating the players. It's an important time for those players to see what they have for next season while he wants to win ball games. What Mo said is sometimes you're going to see players that maybe don't give us a lineup that gives us the best chance to win, but we're looking for players with an opportunity to be better for 2024. It's a really important time for the club from that standpoint. Uh, Yeah, they're spoiling the Reds. I know I mentioned that, but that's not really the aim here. The aim here is to be at their very best when this season comes to an end and go into 2024 fly and give the fans some hope and, of course, go out and get outstanding pitchers this offseason. There's a lot for the Cardinals to accomplish in the offseason, but we'll get there when we get there. Meanwhile, Mizzou wins yesterday, but did not look good. They beat Middle Tennessee State by a final of 23-19. to They are 2-0, and but they got some work to do. Mizzou will play K-State on Saturday, and if they're not ready for K-State, they're going to get their butts handed to them. K-State's good. They stuck it to them last year. K-State's ranked 15th in the country for a reason. They routed Troy yesterday, 42-13. And if you think Troy's a pushover, think again. They've been good for a while. This game, let's just give you an idea. 
They were a two-touchdown favorite, K-State was, at home against Troy. So this wasn't like somebody that they should have beaten by 30, but they did. By a final of 42-13, K-State looks very good, and they're coming into Columbia on Saturday ready to knock down the Tigers. So Mizzou better be ready for that. And if they can get by it, they've got a great opportunity to win over their St. Louis alumni on Saturday the 23rd against Memphis at the Dome. Again, get there when we get there. We'll talk about it a little later this hour on KMOX. The Ascension Charity Classic, Dan Reardon will be with us at 1030 to discuss Y.E. Yang uh, leading the pack right now at uh, the Ascension, but he's not the only one. He's a big name, of course, but he's setting up for a really nice day paired with Kevin Sutherland and Ken Duke. Sutherland's tied with him. Duke is a shot back heading into play in the final round at Norwood Hills Country Club. Coco Goff winning the U.S. Open. Can't wait to talk a little bit more about that, but we need to take a quick break, and we'll talk about all of it on the show today. But in about a minute, we're going to be joined by the manager of the Cardinals, Ali Marmel. He sent me a text that he's ready to go, and we're going to go to him in Cincinnati right after this on KMOX. It is a very special guest, Andrew Price, UCP, United Cerebral Palsy, in the house with us. KMOX's number one fan, the wing ding on Tuesday, the 12th at the factory, the great wing uh, contest. Not eating contest, but tasting contest. Who has the best tasting wing? Three different categories. It's going to be an outstanding day, Andrew. We look forward, and I'm glad you're with us. We'll talk a little bit more about it. Right now, I have somebody for you, somebody that I know you know very well, and that's the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, Oliver Marmel, joining us live from Cincinnati. Good morning, Ollie. How we doing? Doing well. Uh, Andrew and I are sitting here marveling over the Cardinals' bullpen. I mean, it was a really good performance backing up Zach Thompson. Cardinals get the win 4-3. to three. I know... We say it over and over, times are tough, et cetera. But look, when you're winning games uh, against a rival team and seeing some of your better players give great performances, that has to make you feel really good heading into the final stretch. Yeah, it does. And we've gotten uh, good production out of a lot of guys. And some guys are stepping up. The last two days, our bullpen has really stepped up and thrown up some zeros. Um, and it's been fun to watch. Um and Libby go back-to-back and, and Helsley and some of these guys. I mean, yesterday the performance by by that bullpen was phenomenal. Yeah, it really was. Uh, a great – Casey Lawrence, you know, he comes in. I know that all of us were kind of doing scrambling research when he first jumped in to kind of figure out who he was. Uh, I, I just love this pitcher just coming in and saying, you know, give me the ball and let me throw some strikes and see if I can eat some innings for you. He pitched a scoreless frame for you yesterday in a, in a tough situation. No, he did a really nice job. And this is a guy who uh, knows who he is. He's going to make you earn it. He's going to pound the zone and uh, he's going to mostly be on the ground. But um, yeah, he uh, did a really nice job going in there yesterday and having a quick in and through 14 pitches came in the day before. It's pretty efficient with 12. Um, so he's done a nice job for us, for sure. And John King comes in, pitches a scoreless frame. So does Giovanni Gallegos, which is always great to see. And then Ryan Helsley. He gets the save for you. Helsley, as we know, has dealt with a lot of injury. He's had a lot of recovery time just trying to get himself back on the mound. And he's throwing pitches 102 yesterday. I mean, that, that last one actually was 102, blazing uh, to yeah, finish it off. Yeah, he's feeling good. 
He's feeling really good, and he uh, he threw 11 pitches the day before, so he was fairly efficient. He came in the next day and said uh, that he felt great and wanted the baseball if we had a lead, and uh, we had a lead, and we threw him in there, and he did a really nice job. That's good to see, and the Cardinals get the win. I, I, there's so much to touch on. Let's go back to the starter, Zach Thompson, who I have seen now four starts go 3-0. and I mean, he's... Uh, He's got it going to, or the Cardinals are three and zero in his last four starts. I should say he has been really great. He has, and the biggest difference for him, Tom, is he's pounding the zone more often than he was in AAA. His stuff plays, and when he's landing the curveball, um, he has a chance. He's mixing in that slider cutter uh, a lot more, and he's leaned on that, and that's been a good pitch for him. But uh, as the game went on yesterday, he started to make better pitches with two strikes, not missing over the middle, and was able to get some punch outs. Um, but uh, but Zach, he's really done a nice job with the opportunities he's been given. If you said that Wilson Contreras was the hottest hitter among catchers in baseball, you would not be wrong. Uh, he has done just that. He hit another home run yesterday. That's 19 for him. It comes at a big moment. And what are you seeing out of your catcher right now? He looks comfortable. Um, he's settling in. Even he said it. I mean, when you think about Goldie and Arenado when they first got here, they said it took them a while to just kind of settle in and make this place feel like home. And once they do, then, then they start doing what the, mm-hmm. we're used to seeing them do. And, and Wilson's no different. It's taken him a while to settle in. And But he, he's not living and dying off of every at-bat. I feel like the first half he was really trying to impress and, and show that he's here to help. And, and now we're just seeing the normal Wilson. He's just taken his at-bats, and um, his last two homers were scorched. I mean, the one in the upper deck was incredible, and then that line drive at center field yesterday, um, not sure how hard that was, but um, he's taken some really powerful swings. Yeah, that is really special to see him get the confidence at the plate, because we know we saw it for years that he could have a ferocious bat. It's the one thing that he came in with that Yachty did not have anymore. Uh, he didn't have much power. He could still get a big hit for you, no doubt about it. But Wilson was the addition in terms of an upgrade in offense. And this is not, when I say this, this is not a knock on Wilson Contreras. I hope everyone understands this. And it's not a knock on Andrew Kisner or anybody else. But is it fair to say that we all, everybody, underestimated, even even those of us who are as close as possible to this team, how impactful Yadier Molina was on this organization, just the, the many layers, some of which we do not see. Yeah, there, there's the, the obvious that everyone pays attention to, just his ability to control a game. But, I mean, there's so many underlying things that, that take place uh, behind the scenes that um, that, that you definitely you got to credit Yadier for. He did an amazing job in the familiarity of knowing his staff and um, – it's it's something that just takes time, but this is a a guy that's going to be a Hall of Famer for a reason. Um, I mean, he's one of the best to ever do it. So, yes, um, seeing Wilson not try to do more than he needs to and settling in is is, is a good thing uh, because now we're getting the best version of him. Um, so that, that that part is real. Ali Marmel with us on KMOX live from Cincinnati Cardinals and Reds today at 1240. So we really appreciate this before you get back out there. Uh, I said this earlier in the show, so I'm going to make a prediction and you can, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I, my prediction is that Tommy Edmond will be the starting center fielder for the Cardinals next year. And again, I'm not uh, I'm not being critical of outfielders because you got some great outfielders, but 
He is, and he played second base yesterday, I know, but he can do just about anything. He is an excellent center fielder, just just excellent. It, he is. When you look at our defense, it's settling in uh, because guys are playing um, where they need to be playing. Guys are healthy, and uh, that's a big part of it. But specifically with Edmund, you, you have a guy, that, you put him in center field, and he's one of the top outfielders in the league. I think he can win a gold club out there if you throw him out there every day. You put him at second base, he'll win a gold club there. We played him at short the other day, made some really nice plays. So this is got no matter where you put him, he's one of the best defenders in the league. Um, and it'll be interesting going into the offseason and figuring out where all the pieces fall and kind of what makes the most sense. Um, but the, there is a possibility of, of that. And um, if that were the case, we have a really, really good one on our hands. Did you get a chance, speaking of center fielders, to catch up with Harrison Bader, a part of the Reds now? Um, no, I'm trying to do that before this day game, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we, uh, that's uh, I'd love to hear how that goes, as he was a big part of what you did for sure. And I know the two of you had a great talk when he was Absolutely. sent on to the Yankees. And now here he is back. It, you know, this is, uh, it, it is part of the game, isn't it? Where players, as much as you want to keep a group together, players change uniforms. It just happens. Yeah, it's part, it's part of it. And, um, at times you, you obviously don't want to see it happen, but, uh, but it's part of the game and you, you wish them the best and you want them to have success wherever, wherever they're at, um, except for when you play them. But uh, Harrison's a good dude. He, he played hard for us, obviously a fan favorite and a guy that brought a ton of energy, but um, had a good relationship with him, enjoyed the time that, that he was here and uh, I hope that uh, he continues to have a strong career. Ali Marmel with us on KMOX. Miles Michaelis, the starting pitcher today. Last I talked to you was Wednesday as we were getting ready to see what you would do that second day and you beat the Braves up again. I mean, it was just, I, you know, I, I, I should bring up the fact we can't uh, have a conversation with you without asking you how your team looked against the Atlanta Braves. I mean, who could stand up and say that they, they saw that coming? Yeah, these guys, um, and we've talked a little bit about it. It, it is what it is where we're at in the standings, but you got to credit this group for playing as hard as they're playing right now, regardless of where we are. I mean, you got your, your big guys wanting to be in there every day. You got guys playing the game extremely hard. The attention to detail has been awesome. Um, they're running the bases very well. They're playing really good defense. So the, the style of play right now is what it needs to be. And um, I, I credit our, our group a ton for just the attention to detail and the enthusiasm behind their style of play right now. It's, it's been really good going up against the Braves. That was a really good series. That's a playoff team. One of the, be quite honest, is the best team we've faced in, in a long time. And uh, they're, they're very well put together. And for our group to go out there and do what they did in that three-game set. And then here in Cincy, um, they're continuing to swing the bats really well, and our pitchers are doing their job. So, it's been a, a, a good road trip so far. We want to take this one and then head over to Baltimore. Yeah, one more thing for you, and that is the Baltimore Orioles. I know you're concentrating on the Reds right now, but for the benefit of our audience, what do you think of the Orioles and what they've done? I mean, they're going to get a little taste of October, some of those guys, for the first time. But, man, have they had a year. They, they really have. Uh, they got some young guys. they got some talent, and obviously they've built well over the last several years to get into this position. And um, now they're here. Uh, and it'll be good to uh, go over there and have that three-game uh, series against them and see it live. But it's it's a good young group. 
that has uh, worked hard in order to get to where they're at today. But it'll, it'll be a fun one for sure. You uh, will have Drew Rahm pitching against them. So I wonder, that is right, right? You're, you're still going to throw him uh, against the Orioles? That is correct, yes. Yeah, I wonder how he'll uh, be ready for that against his former team, you know? That's just a... One of those things. I, I always, I'm always curious how how they look. You you won't see Jack though, is what I understand. Uh, that's what I have understood as well. Yeah, and then, but Adam Wainwright is going to start in Baltimore, and just I, I guess this would be a final thing. Just your your feelings on watching the last Wainwright start and, and trying to get him those last two. Yeah, it, it's our goal. It's his goal. It hasn't come easy, and that's that's an obvious thing. Um, but we're continuing to to work at it. Um, I thought he did a nice job navigating that lineup through five innings. Um, that's a tough lineup with the Braves. And uh, he's at 90 pitches. Uh, we're down a run, threw him back out there to see if he can get three more outs and let our offense take the lead in the top half. And unfortunately, uh, a couple homers chased him. But um, he will get the start in uh, that next series. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate it. We covered a lot of ground there in short time. But it's very kind of you, as always, to be on Sunday mornings with us on KMOX. Nah, you got it, Tom. Thank you. Oliver Marmel with us on KMOX. Andrew Price uh, letting us know that the Cardinals are hot. It's nice to say, isn't it, Andrew, that the Cardinals are hot? Tell you what else is hot. The wings that you guys fed me a couple days ago uh, for the wing ding. Kevin Litt is here uh, with uh, UCP. And if I may, uh, Drew, uh, light up Kevin for just a moment before we take a break and go to Dan Reardon at the Ascension Charity Classic. Uh, Kevin, we've got a big event coming to the factory on Tuesday the 12th. Are those, bla- where were those from? Were those from the Midwestern? Though, no, those, uh, I can't those remember. wings were from Rock and Brews. They, oh, Rock and Brews, yeah, right. Yeah. They've been a long time uh, participant in the, in the wing ding, and they were so excited to be able to bring some wings into you guys and see if they could uh, make you sweat a little. Yeah, check out Y98, I think we'll have that video tomorrow where I, I, showed so, yeah. them, I showed them what's up. You know, We don't mess around over here at KMOX. <laughs> we, if there's anything I've done in my life, it is sit around and eat wings and drink beer. So <laughs> do, you don't have to worry about me. The hot, hottest wings are not going to bother me. But uh, you'll have all kinds of flavors and all kinds of restaurants. Midwestern, are they part of it? They are not part of it okay. this year, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, we only had room for 13 restaurants. We actually had six on the list if anyone drops out. And Midwestern wow. is there. Uh, but we only had room for 13. So it's gotten that big that you have restaurants trying to push their way into this. Correct. Correct. That is amazing. Yeah. Who else do you have? on? So, again, this is Tuesday night at the factory. I'll be there. There will be all kinds of celebrity judges. It will be fun. But the the, the, the story is the wings. Yeah. Uh, that's what no. pe- people are there to eat the wings. We've got some great uh, uh, restaurants participating. We've got Joey B's, Felix's, uh, Duke's. Both Felix's and Duke's took a Took away a lot of hardware last year. Dukes is in Wentzville. Yep. Felix in Wentzville. is in Dogtown. Uh, we got Cybergs, uh, Stackhouse, uh, Rock and Brews, Navens Barbecue, which is new this year. We we went out and tested them out. They're really good. They're uh-huh. uh, off of South Grand. Lester's, a uh, whole bunch. Yeah. L- Lester's good. What's yeah. it like testing wings? I mean, what a what a gig. I know it's it's tough, but someone's got to do it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> UCP, uh, tell me, uh, or tell our audience. I know sure. full well with Andrew over my left shoulder here. Uh, what UCP is all about, but UCP Heartland is where a lot of this money is going. All this money all goes. Of it, all yeah, of it. yeah. UCP Heartland. We're a nonprofit organization. We help children and adults with disabilities uh, live uh, as independent a life as possible. Uh, Andrew is one of our uh, clients, and uh, he's a, also a close personal friend with uh, me as well as with you. Um, and and the money goes to help support the eight different programs we have. Uh, we support Andrew specifically in our adult day program. 
We have a program to help adults with disabilities live independently on their own out in the community. We have a program to help individuals with disabilities find competitive work. They're not working in a workshop. They're out in the community working a job that they're interested in. Um, uh, and then as well, we started a brand new uh, autism services program here in the city of St. Louis that specifically helps uh, children from low-income families, children who don't necessarily have insurance and can't, uh, wouldn't be able to get uh, service, uh, therapeutic services for autism. We, we provide those services. Uh, they don't have to have insurance. They can use Medicare or First Steps. And we're the only uh, place in the city for that. Well, I know you have a place where people can go get more information about you and about the Wingding. You still have some space for people to buy tickets, don't you? Yeah, we do. Our VIP tickets are almost out. Those are 90 bucks. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, you get all you can drink with the wings. Uh, our standard ticket, our general admission ticket is $30, very affordable, though they do go up $10 night of. So they will be $40 if you, if you come at the door. Um, but yeah, go to uh, ucpheartland.org slash wingding, uh, and you can pick up your tickets there and learn all about the great work that we do. You do great work. And the factory is a great venue in Chesterfield Valley. Yeah, we love and it. Uh, Michael Steinberg has done an incredible job with that building and surrounding uh, buildings. And we're going to have some fun in there. Again, that's Tuesday night, 30 bucks. That is a great price that you're giving back and you're just eating unlimited wings. Unlimited wings for 30 bucks. I mean, you can't <laughs> get that anywhere, right? I ate 26 wings. I overdid it. I overdid it. I, I, I'm not going 26 this time, but I, I'm, I may have a couple of beers. Well, people could eat over 35 wings this year if they try all of them. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So, again, the Wing Ding to benefit UCP Heartland is Tuesday, uh, September 12th, this coming Tuesday night at the factory. Looking forward to it. Andrew Price. Right, asked me if uh, we would be on Facebook today. How about Facebook and Twitter? Uh, live stream right here mm-hmm. for KMOX, and we're in other social media channels right now. But if you want to see Andrew, who I've talked about for years, he's with me on camera right now. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Kevin Litt has been with us from UCP. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Wingding is going to be great. Uh, they're going to hang out for a little bit, I know. And we are hanging out with you. Dan Reardon's at the Ascension Charity Classic, Norwood Hills Country Club. Beautiful day for that. Joins us next. Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. My name is Andrew. I go to United Cerebral Palsy Heartland. Are you ready for the Wingding? Please get your tickets if you can. Thank you. Andrew, great job. Wrote that and played that himself right out that M3, man. That that chair's got it all. It has all the uh, iPads and phones and gadgets. You got it all, man. Great job. Can't wait for that event coming up on the, the 12th on Tuesday night at the factory. Thanks for joining us here today and joining us from Norwood Hills Country Club at another great event, the Ascension Charity Classic is Dan Reardon, our KMOX golf editor. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Tom. You know, it's uh, it's been great weather for people to watch golf, and it's even better weather to play golf, so it's a little hard to, to um, miss this weekend and spend it watching other people play golf. I totally get that. So who's playing the best golf? Let, let's skip the leaders for a minute and focus on Colin Montgomery, first time on the Champions Tour, that he registered an ace, a hole-in-one for Colin. Monty gets one on the 12th hole yesterday. Yeah, and I don't know what's more unusual, the fact that he had the ace, or that by his account there was a total of one person 
on the 12th hole that saw it go in the hole, he was a little disappointed because he said he, it went in and there was no noise and they moved on. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Uh, what, what have the crowds been like over there? You know, it, it's really hard to get a read on this tournament because they build so much seating out on the golf course. I thought that yesterday for the Celebrity Challenge, the, the, the numbers were down a little bit, but I know the management has spoken very positively about their turnout. But as I said, if you, if you try to measure this against, let's say, when the seniors were here at Boone Valley or even the LPGA was here at Forest Hills, and Fox Run, there was not nearly the seating out on the golf course. So if if your judgment of of the galleries is based on the walking contingent, I I think that was not a a huge number that you were seeing yesterday. But I don't know that that means the galleries are down. I will say I ran into two guys that I have from time to time connected with to play golf with at Forest Park, and one of them was there with four little girls, and they said, this is great. They said, we can walk right up to the ropes, and we can see everybody we want. And the four little girls, and the oldest was maybe seven years of age, the four little girls weren't being blocked by spectators, and they were having a great time. So it's a trade-off. But as I said, I'll leave it up to the management to put out the final numbers on the turnout. Oh, that's outstanding, though, uh, to hear the access that people have and the ability to see some of the best players that have ever played. That's the attraction of the PGA Tour champions as a whole. Is the champion still going strong? This event in, in general? Yeah, the, just uh, in general, the the entire tour. Oh, I think I think so. I think that I, I think the big challenge or the big question, I guess, facing the tour will be in the next couple of years when the European players and they have some quality names like Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia when they become fifty years of age. Will the PGA Tour accommodate them because they are members of they, they, you know, they fled to the LIV Tour? Will they accommodate them? If they come into the field, I'm telling you, you could make money off of in Poulter in any year. Sergio will draw galleries that will like him and dislike him. And, and you also have right now in, in Steve Stricker, a guy that's putting up a, you know, a, a Hale Irwin kind of year where he just has dominated this tour. Uh, Padraig Harrington is not here this week because of the Irish Open, but he's he's still viable on the regular tour, so he's dangerous on this tour. So, no, I, I think the champions are in pretty healthy shape, and I think they've got that good possibility. I hope that the LIV players are allowed to compete on this tour because I think it will be good for the game. Dan, your leaders today, they'll be going off around 1 o'clock, and that is Y.E. Yang, Kevin Sutherland, Ken Duke. That is your final threesome of the day. Anybody else could sneak in there because it looks pretty tight. Quigley and Flesh are both 10 under, two shots back. Well, a couple of things I'll throw at you. You look at the, to see who's the hot golfer, not just the, of late, but this year. And, and David Toms has a couple of wins, but that goes back to March. But he's comfortable on this golf course. He won here uh, in 21, and he was, uh, what, ninth, uh, ninth place going off. Um, you could get – and the other thing I think you need to look at is we've had six rounds equaling the course record at 64. So, yes, we have guys at 12 under. But how far back can you be at still challenge? And I, and I suspect with the kind of weather conditions where it's cool overnight and there's a little moisture and dew in the morning, I suspect that 64 is not the best round possible on that golf course. So, you know, you can go back quite a ways, I think, on this leaderboard and find somebody who's able to post early and make the rest of the field 
play against the number that they put up. So I, I think that the excitement on this tournament is the volatility, the possibility that we have on the, on the final round. And one note in that regard, anecdotally, and I haven't looked up the numbers, but there have been a lot of players who struggled on 17 and 18, who were working on really good rounds and then came in with bogeys and double bogeys on the last two holes. So even if you have the lead with a couple to play, it's worth hanging around to see what that turnout's going to be because those two holes seem to have been the measure of difficulty in this championship. Dan, if you're heading out to see John Daly, you will not. He withdrew with an injury after nine holes uh, yesterday, but... Uh, we do have a great cause. And I guess the final thing for you is what this organization is doing for North County is very special and is the main focus of this tournament. Yeah, you know, Tom, I've covered tournaments and I've worked for tournaments in this area for a long time. And I will say I've never been around a group that is so believable in their commitment to charity. These guys are truly in this for the charitable uh, aspect of this. It's really unusual because this tournament from Ascension is run by people from Ascension, which means the uh, the tournament sponsor is also the tournament management. That's not normal in the game of golf, but it is reflective of the fact, and I talked to Steve Spratt, who we t- heard from uh, last week, and, and they say they're here because they want to create a char- charitable environment, and then those those funds are distributed for North County. I think they're very believable and very sincere in their in what they say. Good work out there at Norwood Hills. We appreciate it very much. The Ascension Charity Classic. Dan Reardon is there for KMOX. Thank you. Enjoyed it. We'll take a quick break. We're going to highlight the Mizzou-Memphis matchup in a couple of weeks at the Dome. Mizzou does have some work to do between now and then with K-State coming to town, but Mizzou fans are going to be able to see their team at the Dome. Chris Roseman of the St. Louis Sports Commission is going to be with us, and a very special surprise guest is checking in. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And as well, we'll tell you who that is. Do not miss it. Next.
Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Will Smith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back to the show. It is great to be along with you. Big, big event coming to St. Louis on September 23rd. We don't have a game time yet. We've got to get that game time in for Mizzou and Memphis at the Dome. Mizzou to the Lou. And it's going to be a lot of fun to see the crowds coming out at the Dome. And joining us to talk more about it is from the St. Louis Sports Commission, Senior Vice President Chris Roseman. How are you, Chris? John, we're doing great. How are you doing? It's always uh, it's always fun to follow one of my favorite people in Dan Reardon. Oh, that's so, awesome. Uh, great conversation. All right. Well, we appreciate that. Mizzou and Memphis on September 23rd at the Dome. What's the excitement level for you and your crew at the Sports Commission? Off the charts. It's um, you know it's been a long time in coming. You know since been it's been since 2010 since we've had um, Mizzou football in town and and we're just really looking forward to having them back. It's been 13 years and you know we had such a great run back in the 2000s with uh, Mizzou Illinois and all those great games and and all those great experiences and memories and uh, we look forward to recreating that on September 23rd. And when you've got the fourth game of the season as opposed to the first game of the season. Unfortunately, we're, we're, we got to wait a little bit, you know, for that game time. And uh, we expect to have that tomorrow. And once we do, um, you know, we'll release that information. St. Louis region has the largest Mizzou alumni base in the world, 71,243 local Tigers. You wouldn't be able to fit them all in the Dome if they all show up. So let, let's hopefully uh, see if they can cram themselves in there to see Mizzou and Memphis. Chris, hang on the line for a moment. We have a mystery guest who has joined us, a very special guest. Mystery guest, if you could say hello. Hey, guys, uh, this is your head football coach for the Missouri Tigers, Eli Drinkwitz, just uh, really excited to get to Mizzou to the Lou. Um, you know, obviously, we're 2-0 and right now. i got a big game versus K-State, but uh, I know everybody's excited about getting a chance to go play in that dome uh, where there's so many great memories of great football games in the past, and we look forward to joining in on that. Coach, it's always great to hear your voice on KMOX. I know how present you are in St. Louis and how special – this place is to you and your program, not to mention a great recruiting ground. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, our, some of our best players are from the, the area of St. Louis. I was just in there Friday night watching uh, Future Tigers, we hope. Uh, you know, so it's a very important place. It's a special place. It's one of the premier sports cities uh, in the entire world. And uh, we're excited to be able to join in on that passion I've said it many times, you can be a City St. Louis fan, you can be a Cardinals fan, a Blues fan, a Chiefs fan, but at the end of the day, we all need to be Mizzou fans, and we look forward to bringing our product to y'all city. Chris, let me throw it back to you for a minute, and what is it like to hear that, and how important is Mizzou to the overall sports scene here in St. Louis? Well, it's extremely important. Good morning, Coach. Glad to have you join us this morning. Uh, it's it's extremely important for St. Louis on, on, so many, on so many fronts. You know, there's there's the ability to connect with uh, with Mizzou. We get every chance, um, you know, when we connect with them during the basketball event that we have every December. And, and uh, you know, if, it's great for Mizzou with, as far as attracting future students, future athletes, um, you know, possible, uh, you know, sponsorship or, you know, just, you know, connecting with the St. Louis community. It's a, it's a sports um, crazy community that uh, that always comes out for these 
for these great uh, for these great events, and as we've seen with um, the Olympic trials and the PGA Championship and things like that, and you know September 23rd will be no different when Coach String brings his team to town. No question. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on: family activities, tailgate parties, entertainment at Ballpark Village, a battle of the bands. There's uh, the National Blues Museum is going to be involved. There's a full schedule of events at MizzouToTheLou.com. Coach Drinkwitz, if you beat K-State, that's going to take it to another level. But I would assume that based on what we saw yesterday, what you saw yesterday, I should say, you are going to be grinding this week and focused on improving. <laughs> yeah, we're never going to pour cold water on a victory. Uh, there was a lot of things on that tape that were uh, – were, were things that we got to get better at, and that's what practice is for. But ultimately, the, the result was a win, and a lot of good things that we did learn from. I, you know, proud of the way we, we uh, found a way to win in a sloppy fourth quarter. So uh, those are positives. Uh, but there's things on that tape that we got to get corrected, and, and uh, we're going to do that this week. We're going to go to work, and and uh, so yep, excited about it. How good is K State, the 15th ranked team in the country, Coach? Yeah, I mean, they're ranked 15th in the country for a reason. They're defending Big 12 champions. They've got experienced quarterback, five returning stars on the offensive line, experienced defense, and so it's going to be a tall task. But uh, we got a secret weapon, and that's a sold-out for Old Field, and that's always a, a challenging place for people to play in. And so so thankful to the fans and uh, for, for choosing to, to invest their money in our program on Saturday, and, and we look forward to being well-prepared for that game. That's an 11 o'clock kickoff on Saturday, Mizzou and K-State, and then Memphis the following Saturday. What is your feeling on the Memphis program, or I guess a, a better question would be, how did this come together, Coach Drinkwitz, uh, with assistance from the St. Louis Sports Commission, of course, but to get yourself a game at the Dome and against Memphis specifically? Yeah, I think it was something that, that – uh, when I first took the job, I knew I wanted to get a game in St. Louis, and, and we kind of targeted it this year because we had eight home games. Uh, and so it was the ability to move one of these eight games to St. Louis and, and uh, appreciate Desiree uh, and, and working with the St. Louis Sports Commission to make it happen. Uh, one last thing for you before we go, Coach, and that is that uh, football is such a great sport to watch, but you, you have full knowledge of the fact that there is no NFL team in St. Louis. Um, and the goal to get St. Louis to embrace, you don't have to be a Mizzou fan necessarily. I mean, Mizzou fans are great, but you, you're ready to take on all comers. I mean, some of the best programs in America are just the team. It doesn't matter if you're connected with the school at all. You're part of the state university's team. Absolutely. I mean, when you, uh, whatever it says on your license, the driver's license, that says the state of Missouri, and we represent that state every time we put the jersey on the front. We know it's such a privilege and an honor to do that, and we don't take it lightly and look forward to bringing our product to St. Louis. I appreciate you jumping in for a few minutes, Coach. Thank you so much for doing it. It was a last-minute call on my part, and you answered the bell, as you always do. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you. We'll get the Cardinals back together for you. We'll get them improved so we can get you, we get you back to the ballpark soon. M-I-Z-O-U. There is uh, E.I. Drinkowitz with us on KMOX. Chris, just a few things left for you. I am um, excited about this game, but I I wanted to to have you sort of paint the picture, if you would, about what I described earlier, all of the activities downtown. One of the great parts about the game is the anticipation, the tailgate, everything leading up to it. Again, not knowing the game time, uh, but we will soon. Yeah, as you know, I mean, college football is a lot about pageantry. 
And, you know, that, that, that night before that, you know, that afternoon before the evening of the game or, you know, the last night or yesterday I was at the game at Mizzou on the campus of, of Columbia in just the atmosphere all day long uh, with all the tailgate parties and all the lead up and all the energy and all the pep rallies and, you know, the black and gold, it was, it just surrounded that field and that, you know, took over, took over Columbia a lot. Like I think it will do for the city of St. Louis uh, on Friday and Saturday, September 22nd and 23rd. And, um, you know, the tailgates in Bear, in Bear Plaza, we all have our memories of, of those great tailgates and, and, you know, people will set up their, their kibachis and or hibachis in, um, in, uh, in parking lots and all that thing. So it's going to be a great day. Tiger walk, you know, we're, we're taking a lot of those elements that you see in Columbia and taking an hour and 40 minutes to the, to the east and going to put them right in St. Louis for a great day. Uh, you have much more coming that weekend as well. Part of the Mizzou to the Loose series is Mizzou soccer playing Missouri State, and that is actually today at uh, Worldwide Technology Soccer Park. That's in Fenton. That's at 1 o'clock, right? It's at 1 o'clock in Fenton, yeah, at Worldwide Technology Soccer Park. And, you know, it's St. Louis is America's first soccer capital. You know, that you know, we take a lot of pride. It, it kind of goes out from St. Louis. And there's a lot of representation from on both those teams from the city of St. Louis or from the St. Louis region. You know, it's it's one o'clock kick. Um, Missouri State takes on Mizzou. Uh, I think there's 15 players in those rosters collectively that are going to be out there taking the field today at one o'clock. Um, you know, the, the parking's free, the tickets are free, so come on out. Um, you know, we're we're calling a girls' got game where we're going to have a, a lot of girls out there watching them. Uh, in addition to uh, watching some great soccer, and uh, really looking forward to it tonight. The SLU women are taking on. Uh, they're well. They're going to be playing here uh, pretty soon. They're going to be playing on the road uh, at 24th ranked and undefeated Nebraska. That's actually this afternoon at one o'clock. That'll be streamed on Big Ten Network Plus. But it just shows you in our final 30 seconds here, Chris, how much is going on around here. I mean, you you don't have to go too far to find something great happening in St. Louis. You don't. I mean, this is the best time of the year. Is you know, as fall, you got fall soccer. You had Worldwide Technology Raceway a couple of weeks ago. You got golf this weekend. You know, last weekend was the bronze boot where they had 8,000 people at City. You know, it just goes on and on and on. It's a great soccer atmosphere. It's a great sports atmosphere um, in the fall and just get out there and take full advantage of it. We're going to have a lot of fun watching everything uh, that unfolds. MizzouToTheLoo.com for all the information of Mizzou and Memphis at the Dome on September 23rd. Much more information to come. Tickets are available. They range from 20 bucks to 100 MizzouToTheLoo.com. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Tom. Chris Roseman, Senior Vice President, St. Louis Sports Commission, back with more after the news. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 